morning, everyone. Welcome to Paranormies Present, the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm your host, Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I'm only joined by Reinhard von Krieger. Hello, sir. What's going on? It's a little, uh, uh, it's a little bit more room in here. There's a lot more room in here. You can breathe. Like a man can breathe in here tonight. No, uh, we will be joined later on by Dogbot. He had a Chupacabra emergency, uh, and Grognak is having a computer emergency. So it's just me and Reinhardt tonight. What's up, Reinhardt? Yeah, not much. Um, Grognak is joining us in the chat, so he'll be hanging out still. Um, yeah, not a whole lot's been going on. Got back from the gym, slammed some dinner, and <laughs> got ready for this. Yes, I uh, we we actually went out. We went out for Taco Tuesday, and didn't have tacos. Had empanadas instead, and an enchilada. But it was still Taco I, Tuesday. We still celebrated with Mexican food as you do on Taco Tuesday. I mean. You know, the best part about it is um, there wasn't a single Mexican in the entire restaurant. Not cooking, <laughs> not serving, not anything. So, I fully support empanadas on Taco Tuesday. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Oh, we have both the Grognacks in the chat this evening. Hello, Arya Grognack and Grognack. Aww. <laughs> Aww. What do we have? We have DLive. We have DLive. We have Odyssey going up. Hey, we have Cringe Guide and Sped Kaczynski and um, all those. Yes. No, Dogbot didn't go to a Steven Crowder concert. He did. He did uh, go show his breasts at a uh, at a Gavin McInnes show, though. No, I'm kidding. Um, he did go to the Gavin McInnes thing. I will let him tell you that. I'm pretty sure it's in his voice message that I haven't listened to yet. Um. He went and saw Gavin and whoever Gavin's on tour with, and he said it was actually a pretty good show. But I, again, I will let him do the honors. Um, anything cool happened this week so far, Reinhardt? Anything? Uh, you know, I was just about to say, if, if anybody would be flashing, I, I would think it'd be Gavin. Right, right. Um, be flashing the dildo that he shoves in his butthole. Right. Yeah, we, we know that. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, but as far as news goes, I mean, we've had a... Had some space stuff. Well, I'm not talking about news. Uh, I'm talking about other stuff. We'll get to the news. We're oh, about? We shit oh other stuff. Yeah. Oh, you know you know what we did have? We had one of the most fun episodes of season seven. Mm. Oh, that tea is hot. Oh, my God. I just scalded the inside of everything. Oh. Um, yes, we had an amazing guest on this past weekend. We had Jason Brashears from the Archaics Channel and Research Phenomenon. Um we had him on to talk about the Phoenix event. If you haven't heard the show yet, I suggest you go check it out. Um, I am not a Joe Rogan type whose mind is as easily blown as a late summer dandelion. But uh, I did have a few what-the-hell moments while he was talking. That was pretty interesting. Um, again, we're on the same page with a lot of these researchers that come on our show. And you know they come on with this, like, you know, we're going to blow your mind. I'm like, bro. Settle down. <laughs> Settle down. Right. Yeah, some of them come in and, and blow our, and try to blow our minds with you know stuff that was talked about like four years ago. Um, but very, you know, it's it's always nice to meet somebody new, have them on the show, and you could go for three hours and it not feel like anything because you you guys are just building off of each other. That's what kind of we found with Jason, I think. Mm-hmm. We've had two. Our last two guests were extremely awesome. Uh, we had Jason Brashears and we had Simon Shack. 
Yeah. Two completely uh-huh. different kind of interviews, two completely different kind of shows, two awesome shows. Um, I had a great time on both those shows. Jason is definitely coming back. We are definitely having Simon Shack back on. We are reading his Tychos. If you haven't, uh, if you haven't checked it out, you should. Um, anyway, moving along, let's get back over here to Pilled. Hello, everybody. Thank you, Negative Zero. Negative Zero is already on the donating tip. He's a good guy like that. What we got in the, in the chat tonight? Dirty Dan, Aether, Jazquin, Jaquelin, Jaquelin. No, <laughs> the end. Uh, Alex McJab. Oh, who else? Alicia uh, Conzo. Alicia Conzo. Negative zero. Obviously, the Grognax. Not bad in the chat so far. You know, rookie numbers. Are we going to pump those up? Yeah, let's uh, pump those up. Yeah, and thank you absolutely. again, negative zero. Always appreciated, bro. Oh yeah, negative zero is awesome. Love that guy. All right, moving on. What do we have going on tonight? We have. Uh, Good lord, lots and lots of stuff. Uh, there's fake and gay sabotage stuff going on with the Nord Stream pipeline. Do we even want to, like, I don't know. Um, what was that line? Nice pipeline you've got there. Shame if something happened to it. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, yeah, I... it's it's happening. I mean, you have this pipeline, this gas pipeline, which is, is the gas pipeline part of the Belt Road Initiative? I believe it is. I believe so. It's it's like part of the Western. Yeah, it's that side. Big, it's that big, but it's that big deal between the Ukraine and like everybody else, right? Yeah, in Europe. So yeah, everybody um, sunk a lot of money into this thing, and um, yeah. you know, finally there's a uh, there's some catastrophic issues. Yeah, I mean, there's two leaks, you know, under the Baltic Sea, um, right in the middle of an energy crisis. Weird, you know. Uh, surprise. Yeah, well, you know, obviously Denmark and Russia said there's no way it was sabotage. But Poland, right off the bat, Matthews Marawiecki said the leaks were caused by sabotage. Mm, interesting. You know, it's it was also just brought up to me today that um, we actually, so the U.S. Navy's sixth fleet is the uh, the fleet that includes the European theater? Yeah, um, yes. Includes the Baltics and all there. I believe it's based out of Italy. I think Naples. Sixth fleet um, is based. I thought it was Rota. Was it Spain? I mean, was that's part of Sixth Fleet, right? But, I know it's six. Is it, but is the headquarters? I, I know. I know what you're talking about. Anyways, yeah. Um, they just got a new commanding officer in the last like ten days. Yes, they did. They did. Vice Admiral Thomas Ishi. Ishi. Is she a she? Hmm. a she? Is she? Is she a she? Is is she a she? Is is she a she? Write that down. Um, <clears throat> he previously served as the director of uh, director director of global operations for the U.S. Strategic Command. He leads the Sixth Fleet as Navy continues to ramp up its presence in the European theater following the Russian invasion of Ukraine in February. Um, man. So this guy took over Sixth Fleet, and like a week into his watch, we have some sabotage on the in the Baltic Sea. Yeah, uh, I was going back and forth on it with um, our good buddy Belt Loops Matter, and uh, you know his his thought was either guys put in here to be a complete patsy, to be just a, a retard that you know is just going to cover and and be a player, or he was totally in on it. I I 
go towards the former. He's just an, an idiot that is put in there to do quote damage control for this kind of theater. Yeah. So I don't know more, more just faking gay with all of this. <laughs> like you said, right in the middle of energy crisis, this happens right in the middle of Ukraine, Russia stuff ramping up again, quote ramping up. Right. You know, uh, yeah. Quote ramping up. Everything's ramping up. You know, it's um, it's COVID season. No, it's not COVID season. It's masking season. It's no, it's uh, war season. It's uh, no, it's what season is it now? It's pumpkin spice season. It's support Israel season. It's always support. When is it not support Israel season, Reinhardt? That's true. We are big Israel supporters. Here. I can't wait for somebody to clip that piece. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Monoxide said he was an Israel supporter. Yeah. Um. Good lord! It is it is pumpkin spice and flannel shirt season, officially. It's also it's also spooky season. Not yet. It's about to. Okay, it's about to be. But come on, it's the last couple of days. It's not yet. Okay, I like to get my seasons in order. Okay, I don't like cramming Christmas before Halloween or not. I don't care. Um, I don't like seeing Halloween decorations in July. Mm-mm. However, yes, spooky season is coming. Uh, oh wow! Uh, so the guy who just before we leave this NATO um, admiral um, issue guy, Admiral Munch, hmm, Admiral Stuart Munch, uh, he said, and he says, "No one can look at the tenure you set and argue that our adversaries haven't factored in your war fighting command of six fleet and strike for NATO into their calculus." Black, who served. As the 6th Fleet Commanding Officer. They had a black officer commanding 6th Fleet. Uh, Since June 2020, he's now headed to Washington, D.C. So the former head of 6th Fleet is going to serve as the Deputy Chief of Naval Operations. Hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. It is Naples. Naples is is the head of 6th Fleet. Ah, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, Man. Man, he he looks like he polishes more than his buttons. God. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to talk about naval leadership anymore. <laughs> All right, moving along. Um, are we doing the pipeline? I think so. All right, it's faking gay. It's it's theater. It's more theater to push the war theater and ooh boogie boogie Russia. Right. Yeah, we. I mean, we obviously, don't really care. No, I mean, obviously, we're uh, if we're if the Biden administration is pro Ukraine, we got to be pro Russia. Right, because we're anti-Biden. Of course, of Therefore, course. You know, you can't just get out of the system. Well, you can't no. just not care. You can't just not care. What you you don't have a dog in that fight? Wait, what? You don't care about Palestine or Israel? What? How what? Can you, how can you not care about Ukraine or Russia? What? You mean you don't care if blacks shoot each other in Chicago? What? <laughs> no, I don't care about any of those things. Like, <laughs> I don't care if apparently Ukrainian soldiers were cannibalizing dead Russians. I don't believe that at all. I don't believe like, it. Especially no, I don't believe considering, it for a second. Especially considering that every picture of anything in the pot was blurred. That literally could have been a hat. I want to see a 4K image of that cannibal pot. I, yeah. A long time ago, somebody asked me what it would take for me to believe that Sandy Hook was real. And I was like, I want to see pictures of the kids. I want to see the autopsy pictures. 
Yeah. And I, somebody I, told I, me. Not even, not even autopsy pictures. Those are easy to fake. Sure. <clears throat> I mean, I want real autopsy pictures of those kids, though. I, mean, I want the real, you know what I mean? I want the death pictures. I want yeah. the actual, I want the actual film. I want to see the negatives of the film, you know? They, they still yep, use film I want, and this kind of stuff. I want I want people on 4chan to get me that image analysis and tell me if anything's been photoshopped. Right, and that's the thing. And but when somebody asked me that, I said, "No, I want to see that." You know, what would it take? I was like, "Well, I want to see pictures of actual dead kids." Well, that's disgusting, John. That's disgusting, Johnny. How could you even? How could you even think like that? Well, this entire thing is disgusting. Like, why are have you, you so adamant that children on. were murdered? Have you ever? Yeah, exactly. Have you ever seen the movie Saw? You ever seen the movie, like, you know, Hostel or any of that kind of stuff? Yeah, don't tell me. But like, why? Thing. Why are you? Why are you so angry at the idea that children could have not died? Right. <laughs> why do you? Why do you need the kids to be dead right now? What is your, you know, what is what is your? Why do you have this? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> I'm trying to like, this like need no obsession. You, yeah, this need, yeah, this need for these kids to be dead. It's like we're saying there were no kids like, at all. Yeah, you're we're, a monster. We're saying that literally no one was hurt. You're a monster. Those children died. Prove it. That's all I need and is if, you to prove it. Yeah, and, and if not, they didn't die. Not in a court where Alex Jones sits there and has some really bad third-rate actor pretending to be a prosecuting attorney talking about, you've called this judge a tyrant before. And, you know, this tyrant is usually reserved for people like Mussolini and Hitler. You know, I mean, then you call them tyrant. Well, if they're acting like a tyrant. Oh, oh. And it's the thing. It's the scene with the black guy who just like, you know, dunked on, <laughs> verbally dunked. Right? Yeah. It's like, dude, no, that's literally all that is. It's Alex Jones in that same stupid blue blazer with that judge just looking at him like, how absolutely dare you? Well, and what it's what it's come down to, and we've talked about this many, many times before, so I'll go ahead and rehash it again for sure. anybody new. Um, it's a it's a need for their scripted reality to be real in their eyes. They can't have any cracks because right. they don't know how to deal with those cracks. They well, don't have the mental that. capacity. They can't see the apple. It's not just that, but that that is a big part of it. Well, this is a huge part of the show is to put Alex Jones on a show trial, you know. Alex Jones, so if they could bankrupt Alex Jones, imagine what they could do to you, Mr. Nobody. You know, if they're going after Alex Jones like this, imagine what they would do to somebody else who's like, you know, who doesn't have the money. Good lord. You know, this could be jokes bad. on you. I don't. I already don't have any money. Yeah, exactly. Jokes on you. you can't bankrupt nothing. Um, but he's up there, and there's parents. Robbie Parker. This is a Robbie Parker sighting. You know, then dragged him out of wherever the hell he was hiding for the past ten years. I don't know. He's probably on mission somewhere in a third world country. Sure, sitting on a beach somewhere with, you know. I don't know. I don't know. It was, it's terrible, and it's a show trial, and it's all fake. And if anybody believes any of this stuff, okay. So why are they dragging Sandy Hook out again? Well, it's the tenth anniversary. Um, narratives are starting to collapse. They need they need to continue to demonize conspiracy theorists. I mean, why do we think this this Alex Jones trial happened so much later? 
anyway because they wanted to ramp things up and get them ready for the 10th anniversary because 10th anniversary hits and boom it's going to be everywhere right nobody's going to care that you know some kid in russia walked into a school wearing a giant swastika t-shirt wait that scared a bunch of people that happened Yes, there was apparently a school shooting in Russia recently. A kid walked in wearing a, uh, a swastika t-shirt and shot a couple of kids. See, I would believe that that happens in Russia, though. In Russia, sure, I'd believe it. The swastika t-shirt that is the only thing that makes me go, ah. In Russia, school shoot you. So. Right. <laughs> Every, everywhere, school shoots you. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, man. Yeah, I guess they had a school shooting in Russia. I didn't even know they had schools in Russia. I guess they, they make them go to school there, too, I, I would suppose, right? Well, the the Russian porn stars have to have somewhere they can have, like, a day job. Come on, not every Russian is a porn star. I mean, have you seen Russian teachers? I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, just on YouTube. Anyway. Anyway, better, yeah. Better bonk. teacher than the Canada one. Hold on a second. Somebody call the horned police real quick. No. No? Okay, okay. Moving no, along. Speaking of Mother Russia, um, we have more Russia stuff. I'm sure there's more Russia stuff. Oh, yeah, there is. There's the um, – well, that's got to do with the space race, Russia versus USSR. You want to go to space? Sure, why not? Or you want to do you want to do some other weird stuff? Let's do let's do space. Uh, let's do space. Which article are we looking at? Oh man, um, we can start. Well, I mean, there's so much, dude. Artemis, Artemis got canned again. Let's start with Artemis. Yeah, let, let's hit that real let's, quick. Artemis got canned again. This is what the third cancellation this month. This this season, rocket season. Something like that, yeah. In the in the wake of you know Hurricane Ian approaching, I almost called it Ivan. Hurricane uh, Ian. What? That's that's not scary. They always have to have like the most anticlimactic names. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so Hurricane Ian is coming, and uh, but 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 never fear, everybody. The the vehicle, the Artemis One vehicle, was never at risk. According to NASA, the moon rocket left its launch pad for safety's sake, September 26th, only to encounter a bit of drama shortly after arriving at its designated shelter site. Mm, um, so they took it off the launch pad because uh, of Ian, right? So it wasn't going to launch anyway. But when they put it in the hurricane shelter, because apparently you have a hurricane shelter for rockets. When you're Florida. Um, Shit, they have a spare hurricane shelter for rockets, apparently. So, Artemis' moon rocket went to the the hurricane shelter. You know, it went to the, what's called the Vehicle Assembly Build, the VAB, to protect the valuable hardware from Hurricane Ian should the storm end up hammering the Space Coast. Artemis 1 completed the 10-hour trip but just about two and a half hours later, a small fire broke out inside the building. Weird. Just, just strange. It was just, just, uh, just a strange electrical fire for no reason whatsoever. I don't know, man. Anytime I hear about fires and moon stuff, it has me thinking about Gus Grissom. 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 <laughs> I, 
Isn't it just wild? It's absolutely wild. I mean, I mean, it's wild to think that that these things are actually real. <laughs> it's, I mean, after uh, what was it? Uh, fuel leaks, engine issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then now a fire at its hurricane shelter. Mm-hmm. Oh, now no. they're pushing. They're pushing off the launch until November. Yeah. Well, for now. For now. At the earliest. Right. At the earliest. Uh, guys, it's just you. I feel bad for saying that. Sorry, Reinhardt. Um, the batteries are dying on the Mars rover. I what? just saw, I don't know, this this day in space, there's like this stupid little video thing that scrolls by. And yeah, apparently um, the original batteries... But they have they're they're running on they're actually running on the um the backup solar batteries. So oh not to worry. Not to worry. Not to they, worry. you know, they've been running for what how long has the thing been up there? Two years? Something like that. Those yeah. are crappy batteries. Just saying they're better than the ones I use in my headlamp. I mean, can they well no, there's no there's no seawater uh, to actually like dispose of these batteries properly. No, they're just gonna leave them there. That's actually littering. Oh my God! The Mars eels. What are the Mars eels going to do? There, there's eels on Mars. Probably. Uh, probably. If there's. I don't salt. know. Can eels survive in Canada? If there's salt. So Artemis One will be the first launch of the SLS and the first mission of the NASA's Artemis program. If all goes well, which it won't, Artemis Two will send astronauts around the moon in 2024, and Artemis Three will put boots on the ground near the lunar South Pole a year or so later. Mm, so 2025. Mm. We're putting boots on the ground. Putting boots on the ground on the moon. 2025. If, if if there's still a lot of people, they're still showing that that picture, um, which is literally, what, what do we call it? The Star Nursery? That's what they called it? We, we just called it a so. 1980s countertop. Yeah, it was just a just a 1980s granite countertop at your neighbor's house. Yeah, <laughs> like your yeah, the one aunt that drinks too much wine. Yeah. Uh, so Artemis is not is a no go. Big surprise. Yeah, the moon rockets back in the hangar launch unlikely till November. Um, I'm not seeing it going anytime at all. I think they're they're doing the. How many times can they push it back before people just start being like, oh, come on? You know, I want somebody to just come on. No, we're just Peter Griffin and E witches, you know, doing rituals and giving out, giving out good vibes. Oh, wow. Okay. So on the NASA, okay. MSN.com top comment. America never went to the moon. That was all fake to fool both Americans and Russians. If it were true, where is the 60 year old tech that did it? Why not just roll out the proven tech? Because it doesn't exist. See one more reply. Let's see what the reply says. Because the skilled people who handcrafted the Saturn V are retired or dead. Those rockets were bespoke. And the skills required to do that... Excuse me. The skills required to do it that way by hand are now quite rare. Wow. That is an entire bucket of copium right there. Good lord. Oh, man. Wow. Okay, next. Rats. We missed our window. Rats. Double rats. It's very funny. Should have just contracted Musk to build the rocket. Private companies do a better job than government ran every time. Mm. Look at the German at the bottom. (laughs) John Stutzenhofer. Over 50 years ago, we landed on the moon. Or did we? 
This guy gets it. He gets it. I like this. Dude, this is straight up on MSN, like, totally not believing. So, oh no, normies don't think the moon landing happened, so therefore, the bug nats have to be correct. Mm, we're so BTFO, Reinhardt. Imagine, imagine thinking. I don't that, think right? so. No, I don't. I don't think so. Nobody ever went to the fucking moon. <laughs> Bug gnats are never right. I was doing a bit. You can tell when I'm doing a bit. Can't I I know, and I purposefully just couldn't even go along with that one. Wow. <laughs> wow. Even that one was so absurd. My own personal yes, man. That's being right. Can't go along with that bit. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <sighs> so. Oh man. Earth is bombarded. Did you know? Did you know the Earth is bombarded by asteroids and like small meteors on a fairly regular basis? Like not off, not all the time, but fairly regular. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just the Alamos up there just tossing rocks. Right, right, right. Just taking pot shots at us. Just taking pot. Well, we'll talk about pot shots here in a minute. Um. Oh wow! This who wrote this article? Super snarky. Thanks, Which Dart. One, PopSci or Space.com? No, the PopSci. What NASA's successful DART mission means for the future of planetary defense. Wow. So, the asteroid moonlit. Is that like a manlet? I mean, why are we, like, <laughs> seriously, like, let's not, let's leave the moonlets alone. What did the moonlets ever do to anybody? Like, seriously, moonlit supremacy. Anyways, uh, Dimorphos. <laughs> why is the moonlet's name Dimorphos? Oh man, like, moonlit dimorphism. Right, moon dimorphism. Hmm. Write that down. Yes, as seen by NASA's DART spacecraft, about forty-two miles away and eleven seconds before impact. So, okay, etiomophobia is a fear of an asteroid hitting the Earth. Well, presumably ending all life as we know it, while improbable, improbable before we have a means to protect humanity from the whims of an unpredictable universe. Um, the double asteroid redirection test, DART, nice. Seven million miles away. DART made contact with the asteroid Didymos. Did you? And its football stadium-sized moonlet, a particularly small natural satellite, Dimorphos. The spacecraft journeyed for a little over 10 months to test if it would be able to possibly save Earth from future hazardous asteroids or comets by booting them off course. They hit something 7 million miles away. And so what I want to know... So if that's the case, if they can pinpoint hit an asteroid seven million miles away. Why can't we go to the moon? Right. Like if if we can pimp slap a moonlet. Right. Right. Like <laughs> I. <laughs> if we can pimp slap a moonlet by remote control, uh, why can't remote we go control to the moon? pimp slap? Hold on. <laughs> remote control moonlit pimp slap. Something. Make put all the put, just write those three words down. <laughs> yeah, write write those down, Grognak. Right. <clears throat> oh yeah, Grognak's actually in the Grognak's actually. Excuse me. I have a sinusy thing going on all of a sudden, so if I sound stuffy, I am. Uh, Grognak is in the 
Uh, he's in he's in the chat. He's, his computer isn't working, but he's taking notes via phone. Very dedicated guy, that Grognak. What a guy. Yes. So we can pimp slap a moonlit from seven million miles away, but we can't land on the moon. We can't go. I don't. I don't believe any of this. Like, do you remember the gif of the guy just like slapping a bunch of people in line at a oh, birthday go, party? Just going around the backyard slapping everybody at the birthday. I love that gif. Like, if we could do that, why can't we land anybody on the moon? Why? Because the hands who made it are rare now. Because rare the people who did it dead. originally or died, and we forgot. Hey, nobody is well trained as them, dude. Nobody. We forgot to take notes. You know, nobody wrote it down. The human hands that made it are rare. Are rare. <laughs> rare hands. No, they're not. Everybody's got two of them. Most people have two of them outside the Middle East. Oof. <laughs> Especially outside of Iran right now. Right? Yeah, what's going on with Iran? I heard something weird's going on. I wasn't actually paying attention, but what's going on? Uh, some feminist was killed because she went against the hijab law, and now... Basically, everybody's rising up against the government that we put in power. Oh, right. Oh, is that why? Put in power. Is that why people are making like women in hijabs getting killed videos? Yes. On TikTok and stuff. I don't. I don't. I don't watch TikTok, but you cannot escape TikTok if you're on the internet at all for anything. You go on any site that plays any kind of videos, you will see a TikTok video. YouTube. It is terrible. Yeah, all of YouTube Shorts, Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, um, ESPN. Like, any, why are you going on those websites, Johnny? Because that's where the internet is. Like, <laughs> but anytime there's content a, to find for you, and, right? Right. We go and search the deepest, darkest archives mm-hmm. of of the internet to find yes, stuff. We what we looked. I looked on my way home from work today. We okay. we delved deeply and definitely, but definitely not too greedily. We, no, we definitely are not greedy. No, we're not like goblins as much as others. Yes, we're not greedy. Anyway, and again, it doesn't matter what color the pills are. That was a joke. Okay, the whole meme was a joke, people. Yes. <laughs> Skull. Why is it? He's so autistic sometimes. He really is. He is. It, it's cute, but, but no, it's a meme, you dip. Okay. Back to space. Back to space. Yeah, well, to space for the... First time ever. Um, oh, so, this is who wrote the article, Johnny. Uh, I'm gonna Scroll guess. to the bottom. Look oh, at, it's at the bottom. At, I, knew, I knew it. <laughs> A regular contributor to popular science. Let me see what she looks like. Oh, my lord. I knew it. As soon as I saw the name Tatiana, I was like, there's no way that's a white Russian. Tatiana Woodall? No. Yeah, last name? Yep. Tatiana Woodall looked like she was originally scouted out by Jane Goodall. <laughs> anyway. Um, did I say that out loud? Oh, man. On the live stream, too? Oh, I'm a bad person. I'm a very bad person, guys. You know that? I didn't mean to be a bad person just then. Oh, that's funny. Whatever. Moving on. The next space article we have, uh, it's more dart stuff. So, um, it's terror and joy was experienced by the dart team. Okay, it's rare for spacecraft personnel to cheer at the words loss of signal. But uh, tonight, that's exactly what happened, or yesterday night, actually. They were cheering 
the fact that uh, the dart hit Didymus. Why are they calling Didymus? What the hell does that even mean? Did you, Didymos. It's Greek. Right. What does it mean, Didymos? Ah, uh, dude, I forget off the top of my head. I'll have to look it up here. Um, it means... Uh, Everything is from literally one day. Okay, ago. yeah, twin. It means twin? Yes, Didymos, I believe, is uh, attached to the name Thomas. Okay. And, like, extra-biblical stuff. Okay. So... Interesting. She's in the Gospel of Thomas, whatever. So twin. So for this, this being the moonlit to the larger asteroid Dimorphos, which is what we actually impacted, actually impacted yesterday. Well, Didymos is M O U S. This is Didymos M O S. I guess yeah, it does. No, never mind. It does mean twin. Anyways, Didymos is like there is a gift whatever of the Paris. impact about halfway down this article. Johnny. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm getting autistic with this thing. Um. The gif of it, there's sound. It's not just a gif. There's sound, Reinhardt. Oh, I don't. I don't hear any sound. Self. Oh, never it mind. Pres- it's, no, it's just somebody talking. Never mind. <laughs> oh. I thought there was sound of the asteroid getting hit. It's just some guy talking the asteroid in. There it is. Oh, come on, man. This isn't Star Wars. Wouldn't it be funny if they used the guy, the same guy from the Hindenburg? Like. <laughs> And the, uh, and the dart is uh, coming in nice and slowly, and <laughs> and oh, it's instructing the only humanity, the humanity. All right. Oh, the alienity. Yeah, the alienity. Oh, Lord. <laughs> During the final four hours of the dart's approach, like, it took four hours for the final approach to get there. Oof. But they were straight down the middle, and they couldn't miss if they wanted to. At 7 million miles. And trust me, Earthlings, you'll sleep better tonight because now Digimos is Nomos. No more. No more. There we go. Yeah. Oh, my God. How many terrible dad jokes can we make? I know, right? (laughs) I love this one. It's kind of actually disappointing. We prepared these 21 contingencies and then we did none of them. Well, you know people love planning contingencies. Well, it makes it sound more sciencey. Right, right. And you know, you know, it was a woman. This, this just looks like to have twenty-one the- contingencies. You know, it was a woman that dreamed up on this. <laughs> like a guy'd be Plan A, Plan B, Plan C. Fuck it, right? Right. I mean, a woman be like, no, nineteen. Now, the- what if this happens? Right. <laughs> you got a plan for that. What if it slipped on another asteroid and it fell into? Right. Right. Would we then have to abort it? And since Roe v. Wouldn't Wade you... has been thrown out. <laughs> right. Wouldn't, much we, like we the NASA abortion footage. Wait a second. Oof. Yeah. We want to keep space mission abortion legal since now real abortion isn't. Oh my god. Yes, so they're oh, just going to terrible abort. That's what Space it is. Space is gay. That's what it is, is NASA is mad about Roe v. Wade, so they're just going to abort every mission. <laughs> it's like a woman, too. It's like, right. no, I'm okay. I'm fine, NASA. It's fine, okay? <laughs> we'll just do it again. What's the it's matter? Fine. We'll just do it next week. It's fine. It's fine. I didn't want to do it today anyways. 
It's gonna rain. It's gonna <laughs> we rain. Did, we didn't want no, to watch fine. Artemis One. No, anyway. I'm fine. No, no. Of course we can watch whatever. Fine, whatever. Just put it on. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody's married on this show. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's about to get murdered either. Okay. Um, moving on. Oh, what else have we got? Do we have more space? There has to be more space. Yes, there is more space. So the dart thing. So come on, man. Seven million miles away. They actually, they're, they're trying to, and people believe this. I heard people talking about it at work. What, heard, what, what's the consensus I, among the Nothing. In fact, they were like, dude, can you believe? And I said, no. And I just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, can you believe they hit an asteroid from 7 million miles away? And I said, no. And I just kept going. And I was, it wasn't talking to me, but they both like laughed when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A general consensus is probably fake um, from what I can tell from these guys. But the fact that they brought it up was kind of funny. Right. Yeah. So, and then Artemis got scrapped. Uh, I make fun of that every chance I get because there is, there is a NASA fag at work. Uh, he wasn't there today, though. I'll I'll see him when I see him. I will bring it up, though. Oh man, yeah. As soon as he shows up, oh, you've got to. But you have to act legitimate at first. Oh, at first I'll be like, dude, they cancel Artemis again, man. Wait, can you believe it? I was like, and then they tried to blow it up inside the the hurricane shelter. Like, damn, damn, Russians. somebody really doesn't want us going to the moon. Is that the Russians? Like, yeah. This is white nationalism right here. This is white be, extremism. Has to be white. No, white nationalists would be like outside, like you know, holding up signs. Talking about what if the explosions were reversed? You know, it'd be it'd be outside like Cocoa Beach or some other town nobody cares about. Right? Hey, hey, hey! Why you bring up Cocoa Beach, dude? Okay, maybe not Cocoa yeah, Beach. Cocoa, I love Cocoa. All right. Fine. My mom was in Cocoa for like twenty some odd years, dude. I love that place. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um. It'd be out, it'd be outside Mulberry, Florida. There you go. Right, one right. stoplight town in Meth County. Somewhere, right, somewhere in Polk County, Lake County, one of those two. What if the explosions were reversed? <laughs> oh man, justice for Artemis. White on black, Jim packed. What? Oosh. All right. So that's enough. So Voyager goes dark. Hmm. Oh, that's another. Oh, one. what? Well, I don't even know. Let's look at that. Let's let me look that up. When Voyager goes dark, what comes next? Oh, okay. Where's so that it's, one? Just like, it's just another article. So the Voyagers one and two, they were both launched forty-five years ago. Um, and for some reason they still work, but they are um, they're gonna they're gonna die soon, and they're just the the whole the whole article is talking about what they're gonna do next, basically. Ah, well. I can tell you this, if Voyager comes, they're going to find in about five years, it's going to come back online, and it's actually fully kitted out with uh, Alien Strike Force. Oh, yeah, it's coming back, in, and it's 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 going to come back to chew bubblegum and kick ass. It's going to be a, and, yep, and it's, it's, not it's, bringing it's any just going to be a beachhead. It. It's not bringing any gum at all, so, yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about it running out, because there won't be any gum. But the aliens will be definitely totally real. Right? Yes, they will be. Yes, totally real. Aliens will be. They, they, they will pimp slap us into a moonlet. Oosh. All right. All right I think on. we're done with space. I hope so. Um, because we can only talk about it so much. 
you know, before. It's also start, tiresome. Yeah, they start laughing about it and stuff. Okay, real quick. Um, I mean, this isn't really space. I mean, I guess kind of it is. But um, that Mariah Carey singing at the Global Citizen Festival. Yeah, what? Uh, so, so first of all, let me play right here. Can gonna... you hear this audio? Let me play the audio. All right. No, 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 no. Well, you don't want to hear about 9-11. Wait, what? <laughs> Thank you. We're going to talk a little bit about this moment. Okay, so Mariah Carey brought up 9-11. But what I want to know is, I don't care about that. I don't care about that at all. Look behind her. You see that? Did you bring that picture up right here? Yeah, I've got that. I've got it up. Okay. You got it up with the picture of the of the. Uh, can you zoom in on that at all, so people can can people see that? I mean, oh man, no! I just no? went full screen. That okay. was bad. Okay, so just like draw your little little cursor around the thing I'm talking about, so people know what we're talking about here. The little red thing with the eye in the middle, right? Yes, um, the portal. The portal there, yeah, yeah the portal, and it says, um, it it says global citizen, but what it really is, this is a it's awfully close. This is awfully close to the logo for the Blood Gala or the Blood Satellite podcast, um, hosted by Judas and Dimes. I don't know what are Judas and Dimes doing hanging out with Mariah Carey. Why is Mariah Carey hanging out with Judas and Dimes' logo? That's what I want to know. Man, I I don't know. Is it is it the Canadian aspect? It's got Mariah Carey's Canadian, right? Is she? No, she's from New York. Or is she Canadian? Is I don't. She, I don't know. Who cares? She could be Thai for all I know. She's—it's a guy who's definitely a castrati. They got him real early. But look at that, and then look at the blood satellite logo. Speaking of yeah. those guys, yeah, like what? What? This, this is a podcast. Now, this is a podcast that Johnny actually listens to. Um, <laughs> yes. Now we're now we're in the uh, the cross promotion part of the show. There's a reason we're on this website. What? No, dude, their website is hilarious. So, Blood Satellite has a list of demands, and their list of demands are, number one, nationalized bourbon. Number two, fat chicks get theme songs they don't get to write. Number three, gays have to wear the Jew star. Number four, 9-11 didn't happen. Number five is flat earth over women's rights. Um, I can find no lie. I find nothing wrong with the top five. Uh pretty interesting this is my new favorite website these guys are retards and i like it this website is pretty hilarious and i actually just looked at this right before the show oh my gosh these these guys are pretty funny yeah and it's not i'm not not just pimping honest to god i'm not just trying to pimp your show dimes okay because it is (laughs) it is lightweight amusing and you did have our our friend um and also jew handler um alt skull you know on your show. Wow. <clears throat> you had skull on. <clears throat> anyway, uh but yeah, your show's pretty good. And so is your website's hilarious, guys. Uh highly competent fags, impossible rituals, satisfaction guaranteed. Those are their services they provide. <laughs> but seriously though, look at the logo for their thing and then look at the thing from Mariah Carey. It's the same logo. Synchronicity? Coincidence? I think not. I think that was free advertising. I think somehow they got Mariah Carey to advertise at the Global Citizen Festival for them. 
We should do that. <laughs> we should we should we should do that. We should get them to maybe put our our little skull guy up behind. Say, oh, I don't know, um, Michael Bublé. You know? Oh, I like that. There you go. Yeah, I like can, that. You can sing some. Okay, I'm looking. Some stuff. I'm looking at their about page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know their biographies. Judas co-host. Taxes don't even exist. Literally anyone who has sex with women should get money from Israel. Short men should not have the right to vote. Hey. Dimes reading on the road sarcastically yelled at 1,000 plus women. Bought a family-sized tub of relish on 9/11. On the fence about Lars von Trier. <laughs> Doesn't cross the road when black youths walk towards him at night. Kisses them on the mouth. <laughs> he does. He does. I'm not. I'm not going to read this other part on the show. Everybody can read it for themselves. Yeah, you guys but... go check out their silly little website. Those guys are pretty funny. Anyways, yeah, these guys are was, pretty cool. And that was also um, honest to God. That was. Uh, I didn't do this just to cross promote them. I did see that Mariah Carey thing and was like, "Holy shit, that's the Blood Satellite logo." Is it not? <laughs> I mean, I'm not wrong, right? No, you're not. But yeah, this is portal eye symbolism right there. It totally is. Um, yeah. Speaking of portal eye symbolism, I mean, kind of not really. Bruce Willis, you want to do the Bruce Willis thing before the break? Oh, we got ten minutes. Okay. Yeah, let's do let's do Bruce Willis. I mean, we already talked about space and you know smashing yes. things into into asteroids. So Bruce Willis can still appear in movies after selling his digital twin to Deep Cake before aphasia diagnosis so he's been diagnosed with aphasia um which is what is aphasia good lord that is not in the article i thought it was something like parkinson's or it's some kind of neurodegenerative disease yeah it is an it is a neurodegenerative disease but the, the link took me to fucking instagram okay um yeah so before his diagnosis he sold his likeness, his yeah. image rights, to a Russian firm. A Russian, I love that. Uh, firm Deep Cake. Nice play on words there. Yes. Um, so this is an AI-powered content optimization web platform. They create deep fakes, very high-quality deep fakes, um, and created a 4K ultra-realistic digital twin. They put 34,000 images of his face into their neural network. So this is a neural network that is fed by images. It, it's not one that um, that is trained up and learns. Maybe, I mean, this one does learn from something, but uh, it learns from having uh, images input mm-hmm. into you its system. You can clearly tell if you scroll down. If you scroll down the screen and you look at the picture, you just look at the video. You can clearly tell his head is chopped on. Oh yeah, it's definitely Russian quality. Oh, it's yeah, it's, well, it's, it's Russian, which is which is not as good as Indian quality recently. Have you seen the quality of of Bollywood action movies, dude? Bollywood fantasy movies are incredible. Yeah, and CGI and the, the ridiculous dude, the one with the the guy with the the soldiers flying through the air in the barrel shaped thing with the, with the shields. Have you seen that? Right. Why can't Why can't we get that? No. Instead, we get like. Really gay black She-Hulk shit. Anyhow, moving on. So <laughs> Bruce Willis is now going to live forever in the movies because he's a deep fake, permanent deep fake. 
Yeah, and this is not a brand new thing. I mean, we've seen, I don't know if you've seen anything from it, from all the new uh, Star Wars media that has been created. They brought back, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, brought back Hayden Christensen as Anakin, who, I mean, they did some de-aging on his face, but boy, he looks like a 40-year-old. Right. Um, maybe 50, pushing 50, maybe? No, Ooh, 40. Christensen? Um, Anyways, but yeah, others like uh, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, I know they've done like Terminator movies, Jim Carrey. We know Jim Carrey. They've done both ways. Yes. <laughs> Young and old. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Is she the one that looks like an anteater? Has like the squished in face. Ooh. Um, I don't know. I don't remember what she looks like anymore. I don't either. I don't care enough to look this up. Um. It's enough that I'm already on, that I'm on Daily Mail and I have to look at this like recommended article border. Ugh. Anyways, but yeah, so Russian deep fake AI firm just telling you what you already know. They're able to put fake faces on people's bodies. Right. Like we haven't been saying this the whole time about, you know, good old Uncle Joe Brandon there. <laughs> well, and I I love how they do this. They I feel like they purposefully dumb down some of the tech um, when it comes to a firm like this instead of what they normally do. Because what they normally do, um, as we know from news and everything that's on the screen, when they really, really want to fool you, they can. And they can do it very easily. Now It's now in the palm of most everybody's hands in the public. I mean, you've got all those, once again, you can't really escape TikTok, but you've got all those TikTok deep fake videos where people show you exactly what they're doing. Right. I mean, right. a woman turns into a guy. She uses like four different apps. Yeah, that's not, that's fake. Um, that, that video is fake. Oh, was that one fake? That one was fake. It was, yes, it was a, it's sort of real. But also it's fake. Now, like the tech, I, I assume the, the quality the, is not that great. However... It's still in the hands of the public. Sure, no, but but not as not as that was meant to make you people like us do that. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. I only watched that one once. I was like, huh, that's right. Exactly. No, I did the um, same thing, and then I was like, oh, wait a minute, and then there was a breakdown of it. I'm like, ah, that makes sense. Ah, that's good. Yeah. Um, but still, they do this on with much better technology, and they've been doing it for years. They just oh, dumb sure. it down when they put it out into the public. Sure, absolutely, man. I mean, they've been. They, We've always said that the tech we have is a minimum of you know forty years behind. Um, Gene Roddenberry had all of the Apple technology out in the original Star Wars, Star Trek, right? From the Apple Watch to the iPad to the iPhone, all that stuff. You know, FaceTime. Yeah. Yes, negative zero. They did Jim both ways, and yes, it's as gross as you think it is. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> um. Yeah, the thing about well, yeah, one of the guys. The end in the chat says, "In fairness, Bruce Willis, is, Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis is too old to act now. Sixty-seven. That's not too old to act. Okay. Um. What's her face? Jessica Tandy and uh, who is Norm? What was her husband's name? She, she always always played her husband. Jessica, oh, I don't remember. Like, yeah. Anyways, the actors act into their 90s, 80s, and 90s, some of them. Burgess Meredith did like grumpier old man at like 92. That shit was hilarious. Um, the thing is, though, is he's got – his brain's falling apart. 
the disease he has is most likely not what they're telling us it is. It's likely from the vaccine and the fact that he's Hollywood and has probably, you know, run out of adrenochrome or something. I don't know. But yeah. Well, Grognak provided us kind of an overview of what aphasia is. Um, and it's a disorder the that affects how communicate, basically. Mm-hmm. Impacts your speech as well as the way you write and understand right. both spoken and written language. Usually happens suddenly after a stroke or head injury, but also can come on gradually from a slow-growing brain tumor or disease that causes progressive permanent damage. Hmm. Right. Also. So what I'm, what I'm hearing from that is there's no way it's the vaccine. It's probably climate change. Oh, it's oh! I forgot about climate change, lockdown stress, or maybe he slept wrong. He was gardening. He was gardening, dude. Wouldn't that suck? You just wake up one day and you're like, "Oh man, my neck's sore. I must have slept on it wrong." And like two days later, you're oh, dead. your brain's melting. You're dead from sleeping wrong. That just, <laughs> just doesn't happen. Should have gotten a my pillow. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Man, what do you want to do with the break music tonight? What are we going to do with the break music? Well, is it time for the break? It is almost time for the break. Let's do... I guess we'll do the Russian circles. We'll do Russian Go circles. Go with that? Yeah, but it's not break time yet. I have a couple more minutes. So. Well, I know. I just wanted to get that clear. Whew. Yeah, we'll do Russian circles. It is a Dogbot recommendation. And it is... <clears throat> it is... Uh, Tupelock off of Gnosis, which is a phenomenal album. If you haven't checked out Gnosis by um, Russian Circles, you better. It's the, it's the right. only Gnosis that I'm actually a fan of. Right. <laughs> this is this is true. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, how is Reinhardt going to take the name of this album? Man. No. Yes, we're going to look at. We're going to look at. We're going to listen to Tupelock by Russian Circles, and we'll be back with more. Oh, we still have five minutes to the break. Can I take the break early? Let's take the break early. All right. We'll be back.
Alright, everybody, we are back. This is... No, we're not. No, we're not back? No. No, we're not. Still have like a minute. A minute? In two minutes, like three minutes ago. Dude, mm-hmm. sent me a... Okay, whatever. I don't know. I don't care. Cut it out. <laughs> we're live anyways, so... All right. Well, there we go. Well, it doesn't matter. Anyways, all right. You can go to listen to the last minute later. Yeah. Dude, the break song. We're not playing the break song to promote the break song. The break song is just so we have a break. I don't care if you cut the break song off. Jesus Christ. All right. We're back. It's me and Reinhardt. Grognak. That's it. Nobody else is here. <laughs> and Lance has already been banned. Oof. Wait, really? Yes. So, moving on. <laughs> All right. Uh, we had... Um, dude, they, they elected a fascist in Italy. It's literally Mussolini all over again. Literally Mussolini oh, talks God. about nationalism. And they want us to bus in a bunch of migrants and destroy our identity. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, that's fine, but, you know, Isn't that how- just forget that... Forget that it's all theater. Right. They were literally every every single political leader that was elected in any banana republic, third world nation, and yes, I include Italy in that, no offense, that has been touted as a fascist has turned out to be the exact opposite. So who cares? Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty true. Europe is Africa now. Get over it. It's yeah. I mean, Africa starts. Africa starts in Sweden now. Varg. Miss Miss Finland is black. Was was they returned to tradition? I believe. I think they did it properly. Oh man, I didn't save the video. I should have saved the video. I can't find it now. It was a um somebody made a compilation video of uh, modern Italian politics. It's pretty funny. It's a cartoon, and somebody. Oh, have you seen it? <laughs> yes, I saw lots of subliminal messages of spaghetti and <laughs> other things. Well, it was funny because like every single Italian politician is like ridiculously corrupt, right? Right. He gets elected for his forty seventh non consecutive term, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> Because it's true. Like, you always see the Italians are like, this guy again? He won again? I mean, he wasn't in there last year, but he's back, you know? So I thought that girl on OnlyFans said if, if you know, if I voted for so-and-so, she'd suck me off. All right, well, that's a whole other thing. That's Madonna said that. That was Madonna. It wasn't... No, there was actually an Italian chick who, who did oh, that. Oh, that's right. I remember that. There was the Italian broad that said she'd do the thing. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, very gross. Yeah. Really, really just degenerate and gross. Unnecessary. <sighs> we Med, Med Gang officially does not include modern day Italy. Yeah, Med Gang is like, I'm out of here with that. These You guys are on your own now, man. You guys were based a little bit ago when you were kicking migrants out. Feed him to the sharks. But now... You know, but they're... They're, um... 
They're electing fascists, though, Reinhardt. She's a fascist, but she's pro-vax. So... Pro-vax, and they're going to send them to the European equivalent of Martha's Vineyard instead. Yes, they're going to do the thing where they send them to... Where are they, where are they going to send them to Tuscany? <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously, like, like. No, they're where, gonna send where, them to where, where send them to them? the French Riviera. I was gonna say the yeah, either the French Riviera. Is that what they said? Or the Italian Riviera. Oh, good lord, it's the same thing. Yeah, Tuscany, same thing. All of that, yeah. Venezia. Just send them to the resort areas. Venezia. Yeah. Great. Man, I can't find, I can't find that video. It's so funny because it's got it's got enough um, audio to where we could listen to it, but oh well. Oh bother. So. Italy is Italy's doing some bit right now where they're going to have a f- toothless fascist running the country. Yep. yep. Wave a big stick around for a couple of months and then just continue to toe the line. Yeah, get get moved, removed from office somehow. Or just limp along in sure. office. That's yeah. about it. Well, there's also that, but I don't know. There's there's bound to be a lot more noise from this one. Uh, she seems to be. Oh, she's a woman. Anyway, oh, it's like the what's her face, the one that's running against AOC in New York. Oh yeah, whatever her name is. I don't know. Pay attention, women. Nina or something. Nina something. Anyways, yeah, she's no. like, I support Israel. Oh, bye. Of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. Hux Deluxe may never recover. <laughs> this is why we say everything is fake and gay so that we don't have to worry. Yeah. I mean, if you just automatically come from the point of, you know, the starting point that anything with electoral politics is fake. And if it's not, it's paid for by George Soros. I mean, it's still the, fake. All, well, it's not really. I mean, the real stuff like that when they're, 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 you're talking about like district attorneys at that level and stuff, the people who are actually prosecuting uh, white people for hate crimes, you know, prosecuting um, white people for having a gun on them, you know, while arguing with a black person, calling that a hate crime. Meanwhile, you know, giving people, giving people um, hate crime charges, you know, for chewing people off their lawn kind of stuff. Giving, giving people four consecutive life sentences because somebody had a heart attack near them. Right. Exactly. Giving somebody four consecutive life sentences because somebody had a heart attack near their car accident. Um, that, that part's real. Stuff. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's real. I guess. I mean, as much as kind James of. Fields is real. I don't know. Charlottesville yeah. being a gay op. I was there. And I mean, obviously I was there. I was you still the don't know. I still don't know. Like it, it right. completely could have been a gay op. I mean, I was standing with the guy who got out of the lawsuit. So I don't know, man. Yeah. But anyway, back to back, back, back to what to I was saying. Game, if you, yeah. if you come to that from that standpoint and right. then you're pleasantly surprised if it turns out to be real and if not, then, Oh, well, who cares? You didn't worry about it anyway. Right. But you don't want to be pleasantly surprised when something bad turns out to be real. Right. We're never like gleefully surprised. No, I know what you mean. Glee- I'm joking. Whenever, whenever happy though when no, you know, we something don't like bad to that we think is going to right happen over happens over again we just when it ha- it just happens that we are right consistently about these things over and over and over and over and over again 
you know, this is what it is. Bada bing, bada boom. Like, yeah. At this point in the game, I don't know what to tell you people anymore. Like, yeah, it's a Zac Efron, like. <laughs> the shrugs. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many shrugs. I don't know what to do, man. Yeah, it's like, how many, I, yeah, how can I hold all these shrugs? Um, yeah, it's I, it's a, I don't know what to tell people anymore. It's like, it's worse than, than like, remember when, when Cypher was looking at uh, the Matrix? It's like, I don't even see these anymore. All I see is this and this and this. Yeah, I see gay op, fake and gay, gay op, gay op, fake and gay, gay op, tranny. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not about to kill somebody over it. Way more chill than Cypher. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, all these it's people in their steak obsessions. Anyway, um, weird people in their steak obsessions. I do love steak, though. Real quick, so uh, before we get back into actual content, thank you, Negative Zero, again, for donations. Thank you, everybody. Uh, we're at 29,000 gold pills for this show. That is awesome. Oh. Thank you very much. Hell yeah. Thank you, guys. I was going to do that at the end of the show. But yes. I'm sorry. Thank you, Negative Zero, and everybody else. Ether. And negative zero, I'm scrolling back. It'll only let you scroll back so far. That sucks. Well, you could filter you could filter just for donations. Or can you? Yeah. Radioactive agent, negative zero, aether, J Man, our cloaked unseen. Uh that guy is sending us an email, actually, with some pretty mind blowing stuff, apparently, according to the uh having to do with the Voynich manuscript. So Ooh. might be a future show coming. Ooh. I like that. I like the sound of that. The Voynich manuscript. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. So we'll see. Um, man, where's Dogbot? I have no idea. It's okay. We'll, we'll, That's we'll just right. keep on trucking. Well, do we want to take a trip down south or do we want to go way east? Um, You pick. Oh, man. Um, I feel bad about it, but I want to talk about it. Can we talk about the mammoth? Yeah, I don't care. All yes, right, five million year old woolly mammoth is being brought back to life. Jurassic Park, but mammals. Clearly nothing can go wrong here. Right. Their reintegration into the ecosystem could help stop the current climate catastrophe. So by reanimating dead elephants we're going to fix the climate now what does this have to do let's see animals years ago have been vital towards maintaining balance within earth's ecosystem it has been the extended what Animal species from millions of years ago have been vital towards maintaining balance within Earth's ecosystem. Talk about fossil fuels, I think. Okay. So they're Maybe. okay. So we're, we're we're assuming fossil fuels. Okay. Assuming yes. Oh, so sit, right off remember, the bat, sit well, down. They're not assuming. Science. They're telling you right off the bat that they're they're assuming fossil fuels. Yes. Remember to Mother sit nature down. that brought the species to an extinction. Precipitation was the cause of extinction of woolly mammoths through climate change to plants. The change happened so quickly they could not adapt to evolve to survive. Species have walked so much around the planet to look for suitable habitat that it actually circled the Earth twice. What? Nature simply didn't want them on the planet any longer. But as we know, nature does not follow any rules. What is in dire need of attention is humanity's extensive efforts to actually bring the species back to life. This article reads very strangely. I'm getting a weird feeling reading it. Um, 
About 4,000 years ago, the species went extinct. The species had been around for 5 million years and lived through significant changes. Based on its prolonged presence on Earth and within ancient history, it had a massive impact on the ecosystem, and so does our world now without their presence, but in a negative manner. So Professor George Church from the Harvard Medical School has been researching for the past 10 years on how to bring ancient species back to life by extracting their genes and placing them into their evolved species. So they're trying to de-extinct genes. Okay, so they're really not... The further you read into this, the less... Well, I mean, that's how Jurassic Park started. Yeah, uh, so hang on. Let's let's take this step by step here. Number one, yes, this article reads terribly. Two, I love this line. Nature simply didn't want them on the planet any longer, but as we know, nature does not follow any rules. Yes, it does. Yes, it literally does. Like absolutely, it does. <laughs> like Nate, phi and pi and no, there's yeah, no golden there's ratio. No, yeah, the golden like, ratio and pi on top of that, and you have yeah, no, no, nothing. I'm nothing sorry, nature's everything's random. Everything's random. Right, of course. Which goes into uh, thank you once again, Sir Charles Lyell, you faggot. <laughs> That's geological right. uniformitarianism. I hate you. Burn in hell. Um, All right. Okay, so real quick, this. The species have been around for five million years and have lived through significant changes. No, not that, not that one. Oh, it's the line before what I just talked about. They actually circled the Earth twice. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to click on the article and go into that real quick. What? Willie Mammoth walked far enough to circle Earth twice, study finds. So that's far less gay than actually... Assuming planet once again, but they have discovered a woolly mammoth called Kick, who traipsed almost far enough in his life to circle the Earth twice. How is his name Kick? They found the remains of a twenty-eight-year-old woolly mammoth. Why not the twenty-seven club? Um, <laughs> this, this one died seventeen thousand one hundred years ago. In Alaska. Oh, in the, uh, okay. in so the name Kikikorak River. Kikikorak River. Yeah. The name has been named Kik. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That makes, that makes sense. Okay. Well, uh, back to the other gayness. Yeah. Once again, sitting down for science. I have my sweatpants on. I am sitting down also in sweatpants for science. And, okay, due to the biological nature, the woolly mammoth was only able to survive in very cold temperatures. Mm. Wait. No. That goes against – so once again, taking sci- taking all this at scientific face value as a normie, science tells us that they actually, despite what we think of them, were surviving in warm temperatures. Right. Hmm. Mm. This person's retarded. Well, yeah. Because – Was only able to survive in very cold temperatures. Hmm. Very similar case of how the modern elephant is mainly able to survive in tropical habitats that are warm. Yes, the exact opposite due to its biological nature. This is like due to breathing air, it would be like, no, this is like a very generality, general generality. <laughs> 
What Professor I mean, Church this... is trying to achieve is not only to bring the species back to life, but create a hybrid species between elephants and woolly mammoths that would be able to adapt to any climate. Get it? So because the elephants are able to live in hot climates and the the woolly mammoth is only able to live in a cold climate, it being a hybrid would just give it like, you know, the best of both worlds there. So two things. Number one, this person also doesn't understand how geology has changed. I mean, and and not even speaking as a normie, just as we know, geology has changed. Geography has changed over the past several thousand years. Sure. And this person forgets that you know, Siberia wasn't always an Arctic. Also, they spelled it Arctic. Right. There's like, yeah, there's misspellings in this. Um, also, so anytime I hear somebody trying to extract genes and create a hybrid species, you know where I go, Johnny. You know where my mind goes. <laughs> right. To Genesis 6. I know. Days, days of Noah returning. But I'm, I'm thinking about the possible implications of this when more genetic um, – I've just been calling it genetic messing around – makes its way into the public eye because we know through CRISPR technologies, CRISPR-Cas9, all of this, that you know this stuff is happening in in various banana republics and underground military bases, sure. But it's going to come to the public forefront. And I think things like this are meant to... Well, this is Harvard. ...destigmatize it. Yeah, this is Harvard. So... I mean... Harvard is oh, Andre Tapalaga. This is the guy that we read, I think, an article on like the thylacine. Oh, okay, ago. yeah, I recognize his writing style now. This guy's weird. Yeah, this guy's very, very strange. He looks Andre like he Tapalaga. drinks a lot of Cosmos on the weekend. Um, He's wearing a bow tie and a anyway, fedora and a three-piece suit. So here's here's how the process works. Well, yeah, they're doing it with CRISPR and gene editing. Yep. Yeah. So step-by-step under step, um, the science behind it, first, the genome is extracted from the woolly mammoth, frozen woolly mammoth oh, specimens right. and compared with the Asian elephant genomes to reveal mammoth-specific genes. Well, so, now hang on. Looking at mammoths and looking at the Asian elephant, they do seem to be the most related of the species. Sure. That's, that's fine. I've got no issue with that. You're basically just comparing the two and checking off what's similar and what's not. Right. And then two. take skin, yeah. You take skin cells from the Asian elephants and you edit them to carry mammoth genes, which we know is possible with CRISPR technology. Um, yes, you, it's basically like using a mod software to create a mod for a video game. You know, right. you you go into the program, you upload whatever code, and you just change code. That's all you're doing is changing lines of code. Mm-hmm. Um. But what's being produced is very real, not just like a video game. Right, exactly. Um, And step three, an egg is created in the lab from stem cells, from grown cells. Its nucleus is then replaced with the nucleus from the skin cell containing the mammoth DNA. And then number four, the egg is stimulated to start it dividing and is carried to term either in a surrogate elephant mother or potentially in an artificial womb which which we already know they have we've seen them making sheep in a bag yes and they're trying to do it with babies like human babies oh absolutely yeah and if they're trying to they are doing by trying we mean they've been doing it yes they've been doing it yes that's well again that's where you get all these 
Where do you think you get all these actors and actresses and entertainers and everybody that looks the same? Right. Those have to be. Do they have to be? You know, they have to be from these breeding programs. There's no other way. But it comes from the same thing, this gene editing program. So you're going to be, I don't know. Again, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> you know, they were so excited In, about the fact that they could do it. They didn't stop to think whether or not they should. Well, and the people at the top definitely thought about whether or not they should, and they said yes. Yes. Um, you know, this this one last couple, a couple of lines, this uh, just above the bottom paragraph, bottom line break. It is speculated that in the next six years, we will be able to see the first babies of this new hybrid species, which will be vital towards repopulating elephants, just replace elephants with humans in your mind, around the world and enhancing the biodiversity around the world, especially in Siberia, where the woolly mammoth is said to have been sighted, first sighted in ancient times around 400,000 years ago. Replace that sentiment with humans. Okay. I mean that's that's what they're really getting at. Well, uh, yeah, saying that they've they've probably already done that. Where do you think black-eyed kids came from? Yeah, or Chinese people, orphan train babies. Oh, or Chinese people, Han Chinese, people. Han Chinese, modern yeah, the Han Chinese, Chinese modern people. Chinese. Yeah, not the not the ancient Aryan, proto-Aryan Chinese. No, not the based swastika flag holding Chinese. Right, who did not eat dog. No, they did not eat dog. And if a kid got run over by a horse and buggy, they would actually go do something about it. Right. If a kid got run over by a horse and buggy, that kid was far from his place of residence. <laughs> kids weren't kids were much better behaved back then, um, yes. or something. And look, the gene, the process of gene editing can be applied to other ancient extinct species. This is why it is so important to well, see this attempt actually work. This will bring further investment and also more interest towards helping bring extinct species back to life and repopulating the ecosystem. Right, because that's what we need to do is we need to bring back these ancient species that are extinct and not worry about the ones that we've recently extincted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we've got animals that are on the list that are almost extinct. And we're like, we're bringing back, we're going to bring back. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm all for megafauna. I love you know, I love the woolly mammoth concept. You know, I don't know that I don't know that, that like you know like twenty-two foot tall giant furry elephants running around again is a good idea. But hey, yeah, I mean, look if if our last guest Jason is is to be believed, we've got like twenty-something years, and we'll start seeing megafauna again. So yeah, so I'll you know what? Fuck that, it, man. do it. Yeah, bring them up. Let's see it. I'll just wait for that, but I don't want this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of this mixing of the genes thing. Yeah, so, this always seems like a bad idea. I'm, I've read enough comic books, I've seen enough sci-fi movies to know how this game goes. Right? This is how you end up. I mean, do you want giant radioactive megafauna? Because this is how you get giant radioactive megafauna, and I'm cool with that too. Don't get me wrong. I would, as long as it's over in Russia. Look, but then yeah. they're going to take away the We're Second China. Amendment, which will take away your right to bear arms to actually defend yourself against this radioactive megafauna. What do you think you're going to do with your arms against said radioactive megafauna, honestly? I don't even know, man, but 1776 will rise again against the megafauna. 
1776. You can't ban the we'll, iron rod. We'll commence again. But anyways. Commence. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, you, yeah. you can't ban the iron rod, Harvard. That's right. That's right. Also, Aether, I did watch Splice, and that movie was disgusting. Mm. That was a horrible, horrible film. Of course, it had Adrian Brody in it, too. At least I'm pretty sure it did. I don't know. It was terrible. Anyways, we've got a little bit more in this vein, don't we? We do. We do. So, we have the woolly mammoth, five million year old woolly mammoth, and then we have mysterious cases of living fossils. Is it suspended animation? Is it hibernation? So, we know that fossils like are dead, right? By their very nature, they're dead. Of course, nothing can survive the conditions of pressure, depth, and the time required to petrify wood. See saplings mature into massive trees, transform, uh, transmogrify, excuse me, vegetation into coal. Doesn't happen. Or metamorphous mud into solid rock, right? So living creatures seemingly from remotest antiquity keep turning up encased in stone from far beneath the Earth's surface, embedded inside solid tree trunks and other situations defying both reason and the gospel of the great God science. <laughs> I you like know, the way they said that. Um, <laughs> living fossils, story number one. Ancient wormhole mine. So uh, this happened in April uh, 1881. Dude was mining uh, outside Ruby Hill, Nevada. He dislodged a chunk of stone. It landed on his foot. He got very angry at that, so he smashed it with his hammer. And uh, it, it split open, and it was half full of these motionless white worms. And as people were standing there, like, after a few minutes, they started moving. And within an hour, they were crawling around on the floor. It's really weird. This well, seems more and- like... They did what any good American would do. They called the government. That's right. These men stood up for science, and they called the government. The U.S. Bureau of Mines. Yeah, they sent these worms. That must have been an interesting uh, situation, catching those things. Um, And the sewn sarcophagus that they had found them in uh, to the U.S. Bureau of Mines. Several weeks later, the Bureau sent the mine operators a letter declaring they must have been mistaken. It was clearly impossible for creatures to have survived under the circumstances described. And as far as the Bureau was concerned, there was no way the incident could have happened. That's it. Case right. closed. Right. So these are all these are all old stories, man. I'm, I'm scrolling through. There's some, I thought there was something new here. I did too. But, you know, this this kind of does dovetail with what we were talking about and what we discussed uh, last week. Mm. With the Nautosaurus. Yes. Um, the complete <laughs> skeleton and skin and bones and shell and carapace and antlers and club tail, whatever the fuck this thing is. The Nautosaurus. Yeah. Right. I mean, when we're talking about petrification, we know it does not take very long at all under the right circumstances for something to be petrified, even a living organism. Mm hmm. Um, or even a, like a tank. Yeah, or a tank. I mean, 
a, a bucket of nails, a bunch of acorns. Right. Doesn't matter. Anything can be petrified. Yeah. Um, now we're seeing evidence that, and I've always believed this too, that live creatures can be suspended in animation. Mm. They can live mm. under the right circumstances. What kind of Giant. circumstances? Well, okay, so these are encased in sediment, right? Or in, in rock. I want to see this again. Uh, do, 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 do. A baseball-sized cavity in the rock. It was half full of motionless white worms. The next one. They're all old. These found... are all from the 1800s. I thought there was something. When I saw that, I thought it was a new thing. And I, and I thought they were somehow going to tie it into something that happened recently. But no, it's just. It's just mysterious cases of when things came to life. They found a frog. They found a toad inside. These are just old things. This would have made like for some interesting creepypasta. Tree trunk, a chunk of iron, or chalk, or chalk rock. What? I don't know. Something. Um, chalk stone. Okay, fine. Yeah. So, anyways. These things are encased. They're suspended in animation. They are still living. Um, giant stasis chambers, anybody, from the ancient world? Yeah, who knows? I mean, but like, the third one... I'm just kidding. So this guy found three newts that were like in a chunk of rock. Yeah. And... Two of, two of them... Two of them... Uh, Two of them died, and the third one he actually let it go in a river and or a brook, and it like took off. It was like okay, well. So connecting two, this the, with yeah, so the two that he had, well, he had he kept the two the dead mm. ones and like preserved them, and I guess they were unidentified and still are. You would think that if they're unidentified and he still had the bodies, and being a scientist or whatever, he could have identified them, given them a name, and they would have had a taxonomy. Interesting. Yeah. Well, makes me think it's fake. I think closing closing this one out, then um, just com- connecting it with the last article that we had. These living creatures, they are able to pull genes from these things. Right. And I wonder just how many of these creatures have been found petrified that we don't know about that they've pulled genes from. I mean, they probably literally do have the refrigerator it's probably the size of the library of alexandria a giant underground refrigerator with genes from all different types of animals both that we know and that we don't that is that is likely true i mean they have you know we know they have a quote arc where they quote have all the dna of all the species right so they can quote oh, yeah. repopulate the earth if they have to well, and they have everybody's everybody's genes here too. Yeah. Oh, they do. You know, human genetics. Uh, and if yeah, you ever join the military, they've got your DNA. Sure. It's probably going to be a clone of both of us at if, some point if in you the next think, yeah. 100 years. So, excuse me, I just got hit with a yawn. Um, if you think that yeah, they they haven't been taking your DNA and they don't have your fingerprints or your information or whatever that, you know, anything you have is private whatsoever at any given moment. Ancestry.com, 23andMe, they take a little blip of a sample, and then they send the rest off to the government. Well, I mean, dude, if you've ever been to a doctor or anything, like your your stuff is on file somewhere. Right. If you've ever had blood taken or a test run or any of that kind of crap. 
like I said, I remember, I know that I, you're like, there's no central location where that happens. You want to bet? <laughs> remember I told you the story about the, the psychologist? The right. One, the one oh, psychologist? Yeah. yeah. That one was weird. Yeah. Uh, the one psychologist who was the final say on every police psychological evaluation for uh, hiring for police departments from, from what I could tell, basically every major metropolitan area. Um, I, like I, I told you, I even went and looked up some people I was related to <laughs> and found their, their psychological evals because I had access to this on a uh, project I was working on. <laughs> Shouldn't have been doing that. That's kind of like, you know, not very ethical, but uh, I was nosy. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Still but, weird. But still, yeah. Some dude who lived up in the woods, up in the hills in California, was a psychologist who was the final say on these psychological evals for all these cops, man. That was crazy. It's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. When it didn't hit me until a few years later, what it was like, I was like, "Wow, why is this one guy like this? This guy lives here, and you're doing avals for people in Connecticut and Massachusetts, Illinois, Iowa, Idaho, Texas, West Virginia, Virginia. You know, don't worry about it. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> yep, <laughs> but one guy had the final rubber stamp on all these all these cops." Moving on. You want to take a trip down south of the border? Sure. All right. The Jews are at it again. Well, they're always at something. Oh, um, okay. So yeah, these uh, cult Jews, I know I don't need to repeat myself, but these Jew cult, I did it again. Um, <laughs> Lev Tahor. Lev Tahor? Lev Tahor? Lev Tahor? Lev Tahor? I don't care. It's Jewish. Lev Tahor, yeah. Lev Tahor cult members arrested in a massive raid at Mexico's border. Some 20 Jews belonging to the extremist Lev Tehor sect were arrested in raids by Mexican immigration authorities. 20 whole Jews. They were That's detained like in massive... actual people. Massive raid. Wait, how many people? That's like 10 real people. Right. Well, <laughs> a lot of them were kids, dude. Look at the picture. God, that is a sad picture. I don't know if that picture is from the arrest. I doubt it. I think it's... No, 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 no. It's uh, uh, members of a Jewish community standing on a street in the village of San Juan La Laguna Oh, that's in from 2014 anyways. Yeah. So the raid was yeah. carried out in a Mexican migration control facility on the country's border with Guatemala. Oh. Oh, the other border. Yeah, on the other border. That's not even our border. <laughs> it's down south-south. Actually, <laughs> that, that does make sense because they were active in like southern Mexico and then uh, Central America. Yeah. Oh no no I understand I, I I get that but I just think it's funny that the the Jews were already locked up at uh, a control facility right and they're complaining of course about the living conditions yes. in the uh, yes. facility <laughs> the beds aggravate my sciatica well you're in jail in a third world country I mean you don't expect it to be club med I mean uh, the Israel Amir being... that's a doozy of a name there. A former Lev Tehor member who was reportedly working with former Mossad agents to gather intelligence on the cult successfully managed to rescue his son from the cult during the raid, and the two landed in Israel on Tuesday morning. Oh, okay, so this was basically... Oh, it was a rescue mission to get this kid 
I mean, look, I'm I'm okay with everybody getting or with with you know people leaving cults behind, but at the same time, he just traded one cult for another. Right. So. <laughs> right. Right. Still loves Israel, and that's the thing. That's that's the thing about uh. About well, he's Israel Israeli. This... <laughs> what? He's Israeli. Yeah, his his name is Israel. Mm. <laughs> um, that's that's the thing about this love to horror sect is they're anti-Zionist. Now they are they are super fundamentalist and definitely a Jewish cult, but they are anti-Zionist at least publicly. So Israel has denounced them, which is why they live in places like Romania. Oh boy, and Macedonia for and some reason. Apparently Guatemala and Guatemala. Yes. But yeah, so apparently they they do abuse children. They keep them in cages. Um, it's it's not only the living conditions in the Mexican detainee facilities that are subhuman, according to some sources. Yeah, so they're always they they got arrested for uh, kidnapping and sex trafficking because they do stuff with younger. They make younger girls marry older guys. They keep kids in cages. Um, you know. You got to remember the kids in cages pictures are probably propaganda, just like our pictures of kids in cages. They oh, might probably. actually be the same pictures. They probably are. Um, and I think we talked about this when the previous news story about these guys came out. It may have been last year, maybe in a couple of months ago. Um, but they have wanted to move to Iran because they actually pledged allegiance to Ayatollah Khomeini. Khomeini. Yes, that's pretty funny. <laughs> They pledge allegiance to the Ayatollah of rock and roll. Oh, no, to the Ayatollah Khomeini. Different Ayatollah. <laughs> totally nice. different Ayatollah. Um, it's very interesting that he's, these people, they're like, yeah, they're Hasadism. Is the, this, the version of Judaism they practice. practice. Yeah, they they love every line of the Talmud that talks about young boys and young girls, which is why they're active in Turkey, Bosnia, right, Herzegovina, Albania, and a few other places, right, places where um, kids are trafficked routinely, right. Um, apparently, so I didn't know this. Uh, the leader uh, Nachman Helbrons, who is either the son or the grandson of the guy who started uh, Lev Tahor, who I think his name was actually Shlomo. <laughs> Um, but this guy was arrested, sentenced to 12 years in prison. He's not going to serve all 12 of those years. He's going to die. Um, 12 years in prison, along with another senior member for kidnapping and sex trafficking. And he said he was only punished because quote, I was a pious Jew. Ah, yes. See the other, the other Jew is Meyer Rosner. They were convicted in 2021 for orchestrating the kidnapping of a 14-year-old girl and a 12-year-old boy from Woodridge, New York, smuggling them to Mexico. The girl was reunited with her, quote, husband in order to resume their illegal sexual relationship. Hmm. I wonder how their funding campaign is going. Well, they're not, they're not the same kind of Jews. Oh, so they don't, they don't have a chairman's circle? A what? Nothing. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the sex founder, Shlomo Helbrins. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, like I said, a cult is a cult, and I applaud anybody for getting out. However, anybody who gets out of this and goes to Israel, you're trading one for another. You know so. what these guys are known as? What? The Jewish Taliban. Oh, this is the Jewish Taliban. Yes. They're infamous for isolationism, the use of child marriages, strict adherence to doctrine, and absolute control the leadership have over the lives of its members. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, however, many have described Halbrins as being even more extreme than they are now, with some reports noting that he only allowed the sex members to eat bread and produce bread and produce, excuse me, and allegedly forced his sister to eat sesame seeded bread despite her being allergic, ultimately <laughs> ultimately killing her. Like I, I bought the sesame seed charge. bread, you're gonna eat it. <laughs> Sounds like something a Jew would do. You will eat the matzo ball. Yeah. They've been located in countries throughout the world, such as in the United States and New York. In Israel, Mexico, Canada, and Guatemala. Members have been spotted in Turkey, Bosnia, and Herzegovina, several, yeah, in Iran. Yes, this is a developing story, according to this was back in April. Lev Tehor. Man, this is, yeah, this is a new development in that, in that story. Um, in that developing story. I don't know that I like this headset. That's that's three times I've laughed and it sounded like wind in my. That oh my tends God. to happen with headsets, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna continue using the headset. That's all right. No, this is. I'm just testing, testing. I like your normal setup anyway. New road. Well, the the normal setup is the uh, original podcasters standby, the ATR twenty one hundred with a pop filter on a nice boom arm with a shock mount so you can't hear the any of the moving or whatever but this is uh this is a decent noise canceling um headset corded headset it's not bad yeah mine's mine has served me well but uh once i get some more space in our new place definitely we'll get a better setup coming coming from my family the audio setup i have now is sacrilegious (laughs) (laughs) oh i bet but um Man, what else do we have? Um, oh, it's just quick joke news. Did you see the uh, the Twitch blocking? Oh, that was hilarious. The guy who was live streaming his, his stove burning 24-7? Yes. Yes. From Russia with love, one four, 144 euros a month, 24-7. <laughs> Twitch blocked it. A dollar for uh, basically 1.44 euros a month. So like $3 for his gas <laughs> to run that thing for the entire month. And and in Europe, it's like like businesses are closing down because they're getting six and nine thousand dollar electric bills, right? And I was seeing yesterday on you know Boomer News that everybody is making a huge deal of the mass exodus out of Russia. It's taking five hours to get through the Russian border for people to get out. And actual Russians are sitting there like, why? Why? <laughs> yeah, who's leaving? It's like it's like Floridians with uh, Hurricane Ian. You know, the only people that are flipping out about the end of the world are like people who don't actually haven't actually lived there for longer than a few oh, years. Transplants, mostly transplants. Yeah, there. exactly. It's always the transplants that you got to worry about, man. You know, the the locals, the locals, dude. 
Like Hook Hook is planning a, a hurricane party. Like they have hurricane parties in Florida. It's a thing. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I told I told the guy earlier we're uh trading some stuff to some fitness stuff and i said you know whatever's going on down there at the downpour if you know an alligator washes up or something just deadlift it i mean you get free equipment it'll be all right you're not going to deadlift an alligator reinhardt i'm not going to no no i don't think anybody's going to deadlift an alligator i don't recommend it they take you know to be some a bit australian on the out there side. has taken a crocodile and has overhead pressed it at least who? You know there's some Australian out there who has taken a crocodile and has overhead pressed it. I mean, maybe. It's possible. I mean, I, I do think that Steve Irwin has given the Australian male a little bit too much clout and gravitas. Fair enough. Like, I don't believe that every fucking dingo can do that stuff. You know what I mean? It's no, not not everybody is crocodile Dundee down there. Okay. No, but there is a wide, wide swath of land down there that is filled with those kinds of people. They're just not ones in cities, and they don't have phones, and they're not on TV. Hmm. Filled. They don't care about anything else. Filled with those people. I don't know. I don't know how many of those people there really are. Yeah, there's not really that many. It's like two people per fifty square miles in yeah. certain areas. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're not really a populous bunch, you know? So, anyhow, what else do we have for news? We have. Um, we have what Johnny, is this? What? What's that? No, we, we were talking about um, earlier that Russian thing with the moon landing. What does that have to do with anything? Oh, I don't know. It was a video, so I didn't, I didn't look at it. Oh, yeah. I'm not watching that. I don't. Um, I had a question. What is is the UBI thing coming back? Like, is that is that meme just not dying? Um, the UBI thing is coming back because fuck them, take the government money, right? Take the government money. We get government money. Get all the programs you can, uh, which means quit your job and don't work, and hopefully, hopefully you can afford to live on whatever Gibbs you can get which you probably won't be able to get because you're white and you have a job. So most working class people don't qualify for any Gibbs. Well, and, the only and Gibbs with the UBI class, bill too, from what I can tell. Right. So UBI coming out for everybody, it really only benefits the jobless. I mean, I guess, what is, are just people not going to work anymore? Well, you know, from from what I could tell of what's being put in the UBI bill, apparently there will be a like climate or carbon footprint clause in there if your carbon footprint is too big. Oh, dude, I don't know. Yeah, I don't they're know if this doing is all not, the we things. We know this is it's, coming. Yeah, well, and as we've talked about hundreds of times, all of this stuff is coming. The central banking digital currency, it's already there. I mean, all of these things are already there. They just need to flip the switch on them. Right. And, you know, as soon as they implement these things, they are going to implement a host of these clauses, whether they are currently at work in a bill or not, that you can see because this bill is probably going to be 9,000 pages. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's going to be one of those one of those bills like Pelosi said, we, we have to sign it before we can see what's in it. Right. Um, you know, there's going to be stipulations for your vaccine, for your boosters, for your carbon footprint. Yes. Oh, for the electricity that you use. Yeah. 
There will be all kinds of stuff. Like I've said years ago, can't wait to not get any food out of my fridge because I'm locked out for saying a racism online. Right. They're they're setting all of these things up, and I and once again, if you can't see this now, I don't have enough shrugs to give you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to tell people anymore at this point with this stuff. Like, I mean, how can you be depend and again dependent on a system that hates you? Right, and continuously think that you're going to be able to game this system. You can't game the beast system. No, there's no gaming the beast system. It's it is the house. It is always taking a drop. It is always the house always wins in this situation, you know, in these situations. They have built in more contingencies than the females at NASA. More than 20 21 contingencies, Reinhardt. Dude, Why 21? Most guys are like plan A, plan B, right? Plan C if we really fuck up, right? That's it. I think it was 21 because they ran out of pink wine around the table. The Moscato ran out? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They should have switched but, yeah, to Prosecco. They have what? thought of everything. They know us. <laughs> they know that we're sitting you here better. online. They you know, they know you better than you know yourself. Right. They know they, that we're sitting here online telling everybody to get off the beast system, to get out and be <laughs> self-sufficient. The online you that they have, that they have recorded everything you've said, done, looked at, thought about, clicked on, scrolled past, whatever. Put it into the sentient world system over there at Purdue University. And there is, in some quantum computer bank somewhere, is a digital you where they know more about that you than you know about you yourself. And it's pretty fucking accurate. So, I don't know. Of course, they could be lying about that, too. They could have just made all that shit up and none of that shit's real. Maybe none of it is. Maybe when you do drive up to the top of the mountain, it is just some people painting clouds on a ceiling. I don't know, man. I'd I'd rather err on the side of caution. I mean, and, and I know you're doing a bit, but I'd rather always err on the side of caution and be incorrect and still be okay because I didn't believe it than, uh, than try and trust in the system and believe that I can game this system and just get caught even deeper oh, man. in its fangs. Yeah, you're going to get... You will get caught in the system. Again, it doesn't lose. So. No, it will drain you of everything you and your children and your children's children are worth. Which is nothing already. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're in the black. Oh, way in the black. Way in the black. But, you know, hey. Uh, the Phoenix event's coming. The Plasma Curtain. All that stuff's coming to change. Dude, uh, Jason talked about us on his stream the other night and promoted our show with him. That was cool of him. Yeah, that was awesome. There were people. I I went over there uh, when it was happening and saw people in the comments were excited. Um, so there were there are definitely some longtime Paranormies fans. So if any of you guys are listening to this stream, thank you very much. Yes, because that is the only way that you will ever hear us on YouTube again. Is <laughs> if we're on. That's not true. Is reposts. Reposts. Yeah. If you ever. Yeah. That's the only way you'll hear the whole show. 
Yeah. His repost. That was cool, we, man. We got scared because he posted it, and then like an hour and a half later, he had some issue, and he accidentally deleted it, I guess. Uh, there was something going on, and we thought it got taken down like immediately. <laughs> right, right. But no, no, it was just YouTube. Being no, it was weird. just YouTube. They will. It'll, they'll get it eventually. They'll be like, oh, it's those guys. I recognize that guy's voice. Right. Oh, those aren't the ghost hunters. Click. Right. They're not shotgunning twisted T's with their arms interlocked. Oh, you beat me to it. Yeah, the gay twisted T thing. I can't believe, like, like that's the gay op they tried to do to us. I, I don't I don't even know, man. They went on, like, a five-month hiatus, too. I thought they had quit. I wish they would have. I wish they would have. Like, they went completely dark, and they're like, oh, no, we were just working on stuff. I'm like, yeah, all right, then. Were you listening to all of our content? (laughs) (laughs) All right. I don't know. We have have any more stories? I think we're done with news, man. I think so. I mean, it was kind uh, of a slow week. Other than Artemis. Oh, King Charles Coronation. Did they actually do a coronation yet? You know, I don't remember. Let me let me look. Now I know uh, Harry and Meghan the ape were um, officially demoted. William stepped up as Prince of Wales. Um, no, he has not been officially coronated yet, so he has not chosen a a regnal name, which he can do. He can choose, you know, King George, King Arthur. King George would be funny. Yeah, it would be hilarious. Um, but he's Charles. He just called himself King Charles. Yeah, I know. But he, but he can choose to change his name if he wants. Well, why would he? I don't. I don't know, man. You know how these people like to rub I things. Mean, if in his our faces? name was like Reginald or something silly, then yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants know, King Buford, you know. King Buford, or whatever. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Whatever. Whatever King gets coordinated i don't care but man this boy has some serious liver damage yeah like johnny i know you don't have this open because i i just opened it myself but if you look at the stream you know i'll just put this in the uh, skype chat so you can see it what's that just look at the header picture of charles and i'm gonna zoom in on it myself because i want to see this (laughs) Oh, come on. It's not going to let me like fully zoom in. That's really gay. Just look at his eyes. Number one, I don't know if it's old age or what, but those eyes look terrible in the whites. And then just the way this picture, the lighting in here, his eyes look like lizard eyes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, he's got like alcohol, but his, his pupils look like slits. They definitely do. Again, that's probably the lighting, but still. But also... Right. I'm sorry. Is that the Taliban behind him? Uh, is that like is that like a Taliban cheerleader? Sure. Like I, who is that? <laughs> I don't know. Why is somebody wearing a balaclava hijab mashup? I, yeah, it's it's really. I mean, I guess that is new British fashion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But let's see. It doesn't look like... Okay, so it's likely to be in the spring or summer of 2023 after the period of mourning for the late queen. Hmm. 
Okay. So the late queen's coronation took place in 1953, a year after she ascended the throne. Yeah, okay. look, in the, look in the Skype chat now. Open it. There you go. Ah, yes. I'll have to put it in here and see if I can't. Nope, I guess not. You can't. Mm. I'll throw it in the Google Drive real quick. Yeah, it's crazy, but his eyes do look, they, his eyes definitely look reptilian. Yeah. That's absolutely nuts. His his pupils look reptilian. Like, I know they're just doing it because it's a bit, but. Uh. All right. I don't think we have any more news. I think yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Um, yeah. Here it is. Here's the picture for everybody yeah, there. Post that. All right, let me zoom in. No, I mean, it's definitely the lighting, but when you look far enough out, man, at first those eyes look like slits. <laughs> yeah, you zoom in and, nah. There's something weird going on with those eyes. Those are no, yellow dude, lights. No, dude, the eye on his left, that left eye is definitely a slit. That looks odd. You know what I mean? Look at it. Zoom in on it, man. Double I'm click. zoomed in. Double click on that shit. That is that is definitely a longer vertical uh, pupil than it is horizontal. You know? I'm just wondering how much makeup he has to put on every morning to cover the yellowing skin. Oh, man. Well, doesn't look like he's got much makeup on there. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, we know King Charles is definitely evil. We know he's Nephilim Illuminati bloodline. Sure. So he's at least middle management. Yeah, I mean he's part of the bloodline, but he's he's definitely not like top top tier. No, because we know who he is and he's been in the public spotlight for a long time. What do you think? Yeah, how does how do you think that works? Oh, you're asking me? Yeah. Well, how do, how does what work? Like this guy is a royal in charge no, of like like okay, know. so he's he's not in charge. He's not in charge, right? But he is is the head of the royal family out publicly. So, and but he can get poked in the chest by you know Evelyn de Rothschild, right? Well, yeah, he he may be the public figurehead, but as we've seen throughout history, public figureheads of nations are not always the ones truly in charge. They're right, taking their orders from been, somebody, and especially from where they're getting their money. Oh, right, and, yeah. But he, like, they've been, I mean, I guess yeah, they've just been in power for what he's been around since I was a kid. Yeah. And you know, among these bloodlines, too, there is a hierarchy. Um, seems that the Merovingians, who these guys are not of that line, I don't believe, uh, the Merovingians set themselves apart and above all the others um, in. Freemasonic Gnostic lore is like Guardians of Rex Deus, the bloodline of Christ, which is more the bloodline of the dragon. Um, anyways, but these guys hold that ceremonial position and therefore are subservient to those, like you said, Johnny, who aren't in the public eye. Mm-hmm. We don't know their names. They're the people who are shut up in the Mothers of Darkness castle in Belgium and Neuschwanstein. And- <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, like when I heard the name Pais- people were wondering. Paisur, whoa, what was that? What happened there? That's a video. Okay, that's what happened. I was I was in our Telegram channel and ah. I scrolled past a video and and it just automatically starts playing. 
Did you know that if you're on a phone call when you're on Telegram and you scroll past a video, it'll hang up your call to play the video? That's really annoying. Yeah, it is. It's funny too, though. All right then. Um. So. Yeah. So King Charles is just a nobody. Middle management. Fake, actually, fake royal. Um, are they really? I mean, are they really Nephilim bloodlines if they're fake royals? I mean, or are they just like these guys, just like some sort of couple drops, ten, you know, like less than Nuremberg rules? Well, it's it's hard to say. With this specific family, it it really is hard to say. I don't doubt that they have much more um, in their in their mind celestial or pure blood than the normal person does, but. I don't think that they are as powerful as people would like you to think. Um, they are there to be powerful public figureheads, forward-facing peoples, and I'm sure that they are part of rituals. They definitely do rituals and take part in them, uh, but they aren't the high priests, so to speak. They aren't uh, on the same level as, let's say, an ancient priest king, a fisher king. Hmm. Those people have had to go underground because they have learned the value of secrecy. That is the utmost value among these guys. What's wait a minute, what is, what's the definition of a fisher king? Uh, fisher kings in ancient medieval and and pre medieval uh, lore were basically sorcerer kings. Okay. Uh, also coincide with uh, the ring lords tradition of like northern Europe. Uh, Celtic mythology, um, really, as far as like druids go, like sorcerer kings, mm-hmm. basically that harken back to uh, pre-Diluvian times, Enochian mysticism, um, all that kind of stuff. That's another show, but hmm. right on. I just you said that it just reminded me of of a uh, movie with Robin Williams and Jeff Bridges, but yeah. Anyway. Because, of course, they would downplay the importance of that very esoteric idea. Right. Right. It was a comedy film, actually. Of course it was. Mm-hmm. All right. Now I think we're out of it. All right. Cool. Well, there we go. We shit posted the last little bit away. Dogbot uh, ended up having a, an emergency that took the entire show. He will be with us next week for the... Um, for the Nationalist Inquirer, no, as I said, for the Pilled, for the Pilled live stream and the Odyssey live stream and the DLive live stream. I am tired. Good <laughs> Lord. Um, we're going to get out of here. There is a Necronormicon for those of you listening to the podcast after this. Those of you listening to the live stream will have to join us for the podcast, which will be released tomorrow. Uh, what else? Um, thank you again very much for everybody who donated. Um, final count is 29,400 gold pills. Uh, we can check DLive real quick. Uh, I don't think we got any lemons on there. And Odyssey, whatever their currency is, they're just kind of chilling. Yeah, I haven't so. seen. I haven't, Odyssey never works for me, so I don't even open it anymore. Sorry about that, guys. We're listening on Odyssey. It's Odyssey's fault, not mine. And yes, yeah. thank you to everybody who donated tonight during the live stream. Those will go towards more cool stuff for the show. We have some prep. Um, we have some more cool things to show you. Um, 
and a lot more cool stuff coming. We have more great guests, great content coming on our content shows. Check out the one we just dropped with Archaics, Jason Brashears. Um, Check his channel out on YouTube. Hmm, What do we got coming up? October coming up. The Spoopy Month. We're going to do some standard Spoopy content. We got... We got Halloween stuff. We got spooks. We got ghosts and goblins and certain pills to take. Yeah, all kinds of pills to take. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, we've yeah we've we've got uh, October spooky month all planned out, and we've got some really cool stuff coming. Um, actually, that's another thing that uh, donations will go towards is maybe some more things that you guys can get physically in your hands. Oh yeah, that too. Absolutely. Can't, can't reveal it yet, but super no, exciting. we will. We will soon. Yes. All right. And yes, Paranormal's Monster Manual needs to needs to be worked on. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the Monster Manual. The Monster Mash. The Monster. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the month for that. All right. We are going to get out of here. We'll see you this weekend. Later. Time travel makes you gay. The Hyborian Age by Robert E. Howard. Part 1 Of that epoch, known by the Nemedian chroniclers of the pre-cataclysmic age, little is known except the latter part, and that is veiled in the mists of legendary. Known history begins with the waning of the pre-cataclysmic civilization, dominated by the kingdoms of Camellia, Velusia, Verulia, Grondar, Thule, and Camoria. These peoples spoke a similar language, arguing a common origin. There were other kingdoms, equally civilized, but inhabited by different and apparently older races. The barbarians of that age were the Picts, who live on islands far out on the western ocean, the Atlanteans, who dwelt on a small continent between the Pictish islands and the main, or Thurian, continent, and the Lemurians, who inhabited a chain of large islands in the Eastern Hemisphere. There were vast regions of unexplored land. The civilized kingdoms, though enormous in extent, occupied a comparatively small portion of the whole planet. Velusia was the westernmost kingdom of the Thurian continent, Grondar the easternmost, and east of Grondar, whose people were less highly cultured than those of their kindred kingdoms, stretched a wild and barren expanse of deserts. Among the less arid stretches of desert, in the jungles and among the mountains, lived scattered clans and tribes of primitive savages. Far to the south, there was a mysterious civilization unconnected with the Thurian culture and apparently pre-human in its nature. On the far eastern shores of the continent, there lived another race, human, but mysterious and non-Thurian, with which the Lemurians from time to time came into contact. They apparently came from a shadowy and nameless continent lying somewhere east of the Lemurian islands. The Thurian civilization was crumbling. Their armies were largely composed of barbarian mercenaries, Picts, Atlanteans, and Lemurians were their generals, their statesmen, and often their kings. 
of the bickering of the kingdoms and the wars between Velusia and Camoria, as well as the conquests by which the Atlanteans founded a kingdom on the mainland, there were more legends than accurate history. Then, the cataclysm rocked the world. Atlantis and Lemuria sank, and the Pictish islands were heaved up to form the mountain peaks of a new continent. Sections of the Thurian continent vanished under the waves, or sinking, and formed great inland lakes and seas. Volcanoes broke forth and terrific earthquakes shook down the shining cities of the empires. Whole nations were blotted out. The barbarians fared a little better than the civilized races. The inhabitants of the Pictish islands were destroyed, but a great colony of them settled among the mountains of Elusia's southern frontier to serve as a buffer against foreign invasion, and they were untouched. The continental kingdom of the Atlanteans likewise escaped the common ruin, and to it came thousands of their tribesmen in ships from the sinking land. Many Lemurians escaped to the eastern coast of the Thurian continent, which was comparatively untouched. There, however, they were enslaved by the ancient race which already dwelt there, and their history, for thousands of years, is one of brutal servitude. In the western part of the continent, changing conditions created strange forms of plant and animal life. Thick jungles covered the plains, and great rivers cut their roads to the sea. Wild mountains were heaved up, and lakes covered the ruins of old cities in fertile valleys. To the continental kingdom of the Atlanteans, from sunken areas swarmed myriad of beasts and savages, ape-men and apes. Forced to battle continuously for their lives, they yet managed to retain vestiges of their former state of highly advanced barbarism. Robbed of metals and ores, they became workers in stone like their distant ancestors, and had attained a real artistic level when their struggling culture came into contact with the powerful Pictish nation. The Picts had also reverted to flint, but had advanced more rapidly in the matter of population and war science. They had none of the Atlanteans' artistic nature. They were a ruder, more practical, and more prolific race. They left no pictures painted or carved in ivory, as did their enemies, but they left remarkably efficient flint weapons in plenty. These Stone Age kingdoms clashed, and in a series of bloody wars, the outnumbered Atlanteans were hurled back into a state of savagery, and the evolution of the Picts was halted. Five hundred years after the Cataclysm, the barbaric kingdoms have vanished. It is now a nation of savages. The Picts, carrying on continual warfare with the tribes of savages, the Atlanteans. The Picts had the advantage of numbers and unity, whereas the Atlanteans had fallen into loosely knit clans, and that was the west of that day. In the distant east, cut off from the rest of the world by the heaving up of gigantic mountains and the forming of vast chain lakes, the Lemurians are toiling as slaves of their ancient masters. The far south is still veiled in mystery. Untouched by the cataclysm, 
its destiny is still pre-human. Of the civilized races of the Thurian continent, a remnant of one of the non-Volusian nations dwells among the low mountains of the southeast, the Gemri. Here and there about the world are scattered clans of apish savages, entirely ignorant of the rise and fall of the great civilizations. But in the far north, another people are slowly coming into existence. At the time of the Cataclysm, a band of savages whose development was not much above that of Neanderthal, fled to the north to escape destruction. They found the snow countries inhabited by a species of ferocious snow apes, huge, shaggy white animals apparently native to that climate. These they fought and drove beyond the Arctic Circle to perish as the savages thought. The latter, then, adapted themselves to their hardy new environment and thrived. <laughs>